Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. And you may find yourself living in a shotgun shack. And you may find yourself in another part of the world. And you may find yourself behind the wheel of a large automobile. And you may find yourself in a beautiful house with a beautiful wife. And you may ask yourself, well, how did I get here? Okay. Happy December. Uh... I, I'm sure all of you who listened last week uh, were were able to tell that that was a, a very freshly recorded episode and and not something that was uh, assembled in October and and called into service because we had some scheduling snafus and I was deathly ill the week after Thanksgiving. Um, but. It's all good. I'm back off the the injured list. You know, you got to make a quick turnaround this time of year because uh, it's already a whole new holiday. Yeah. Um, and and one that requires quite a bit of of labor on a lot of different fronts. Yeah. So so we're entering the 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 holiday season. Um, I think as far as decorative items go, you obviously have menorahs and some of the decorations around, say, Kwanzaa. And you also have the solstice. And I think there might be there might be another holiday in there. But but the main thing is Christmas and Christmas adjacent and Christmas branding adjacent um, holiday decorations. And I think specifically we are talking about the outdoor kind, your inflatables, your lights, your, um, those are, those are the big things, but, but you, you'd be surprised what other things people come, come up with trains, the little sheds with the figures, the, um... the sheds with the figures, uh, occasionally, I feel like every city, maybe even every town has our suburban area really has the, the people that go really over the top and have a miniature train in their front yard. Um, that that people come on or around here they have this year round but you have um like goats and turkeys in the front yard of this house and so they they decorate it up and and it becomes you know almost like a, a petting zoo type thing but i came to you all because i have i have um you know i found my my little little hill and can am complaining about the backyard of it um, which is that I just there are more Christmas decorations than ever, more holiday decorations than ever, and I just don't feel as good about them. And I don't think it is all nostalgia. From the jump, what I have to say is I think that the fact that there are more decorations than ever and you can get them easier than ever, they are actually worse and they are not as thoughtful as I as I bang my fist on the ground. I'm uh, so wait, on hang on. Just off off the rip, what you are saying is that um, are you saying that Christmas decorations, like all of Christmas itself, like all of American life itself in our our lifetimes, has completely given itself over to the organizing principles of capitalism which are crank out more shit and sell it quickly it doesn't matter if it's good or not yeah I'm, so, I'm shocked 
So somehow, like that's, this that's is not the end of the show. Yeah. Some somehow this is not this is not the the food is terrible in such small portions. It's the food used to be good, but now there is lots more of it, and it is fine. It is fine. So I want to ask a clarifying question, Pierce. When you say there's lots more of it, are you saying that there's more available decorations to buy, or are you saying that people are putting up more decorations on their houses? I'm so curious I, about this too. So, so I do not know which which leads here. But if you go into Home Depot or you go into Lowe's or wherever, um, you know, I've had the opportunity to, to do this the last couple of years and I've accumulated some some decorations to put in the yard, which, you know, you, you kind of have to sp- have the space and the means to to even consider this. But there are increasingly I think the big thing I notice is there are lots of different kinds of lights. And I do want to laud the fact that they are now led lights and and i think from a uh power perspective and and energy they're probably more efficient cool great but i think that people are decorating lots and lots more because there are more and more things available in in you know quote unquote cute um inflatables especially inflatables and then also kind of these lit things that also have like fabric over them um but there are increasingly more of them and they are quite cheap like they're very inexpensive because it's just it's just a tarp that that is colored and blows up i mean that's that's all it is so i think there are more and they are cheap but and so would you say, capitalism would you say there are less lights though like the house the lights you'd put up around the house like, are these replacements for the lights is that what you were claiming, i i think yeah i think that they are replacements for the lights and i think where i am some of it is nostalgia but i think some of it is is real is that the and this is kind of what I really came to you all with is I have a, a few inflatables now. I think I have three inflatables and two kind of like lit figures, um, which I'm accumulating. I just plug them in and kind of put these stakes in the ground. It takes five minutes maybe. And so it's there and it's like I have a festive thing and, and I like it, but I realize how easy that is. Whereas even if you're putting lights around, say, you know, kind of the front, you know, pillar things that stand up your entryway that takes a lot more time that takes effort and that takes thought because the final product you have to futz with and everything so that's where i'm at is like the investment of time is so small and while you get a lot out of it it looks like that there is not this connection and you're not thinking about oh i have to put thought into what the end product is going to look like I mean, you continue to be describing like the entire change in American society over our lifetimes, yeah. but like, I, but I hear you. Look, I'm a I'm a veteran of uh, being pressed into service on like December third to help hang, you know, to carefully drape these like sheets of lights over the front bushes at my parents' house, and mm-hmm. it is incredibly frustrating how difficult it is to get them to hang just so and so like i i i do kind of appreciate what you're saying but i also think it's fair to ask another follow-up question which is how much of this is related to the fact that you are now uh, you are a homeowner in a different area than you've lived your entire life like you went from 10 years of living in apartments in arlington to owning a house in a place that, as you have told us, is, um, I'm trying to think of a delicate way to put this, 
batshit about their Christmas decorations. Yeah, I mean, growing growing up in the suburbs and, and going back there through college and stuff, I I think that this is this is not unique to here. But I will say, I have seen places that do it do it the old way, so to say. Um, there's a house in my neighborhood, and they have like lights and like kind of the old school sort of lit figures, which are like just Santa. Like that was all that used to be available, and maybe some reindeer. And they have it arrayed on their roof in a way where it's like oh, you really had to think about what are the lights going to look like from the street? Because this is not just an eight foot, um, you know, abominable snowman that I can put up. So, so like, uh, yeah, there are some issues here. I, I, I don't really have a reason, but to, to say, oh, I think it follows, but I really dislike that there are these companies that start sending stuff out and they're like, we'll put up our lights for you. It's like, no, we'll put up your lights um, for you. Um, I, you know, what else are you supposed to do with money? I understand. But like that, that really, that really grinds my gears here. That's never the one even that, heard of this. But then again, yeah. I, it comes back to uh, only one of us is a homeowner. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not, I should say not in my neighborhood. Those flyers are not in my neighborhood, but, but other neighborhoods and, uh, but yeah, Kevin. Yeah. Well, the, well, in terms of, in terms of like that aspect of it, um, I mean, it sounds like one thing is that you are you are confused that you have come to the same conclusion as everyone else, which is it's a pain in the ass to put up lights. So like, <laughs> I don't want to do it. And for for me and my house, we spend a ton of time, have a ton of fun making the inside of our house beautiful with mm-hmm. Christmas decorations. But we all we do is we put a wreath up on the door because we don't look at our house from the outside. So it's you know a pretty a selfish call in that perspective like we're not going to see the lights because at nighttime we're generally already home we're not going to leave the house and come back in the dark so why <laughs> we don't have kids that get excited about the lights why would i spend the the effort to um especially if it's not really like a neighborhood pressure thing counterpoint is uh is uh gaudy exterior decorations actually the more selfish thing uh, because it is you it's just you being like a look at me Louie. yeah no and and i'm glad you got to this and and kevin i i appreciate like the inside looking nice that is honestly what i spend more time on it takes a lot more time to put lights on on an actual tree than like the inflatable but i think part of that is is this and, and to complain about modern times is is maybe we we often do this external expression of like Oh, look at all the stuff I've collected. That's that's what the inflatables are. And having the biggest inflatable, just like having the biggest skeleton. I was telling you all earlier about, you know, people have the the eight foot like Christmas beavers and and stuff like that. And 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 taller. I've seen twelve foot things. You know, and again, they're not that expensive. You can get a ten a ten foot whatever, and it will be. I don't know, hundred hundred fifty dollars, and you'll have it for five years. Like ooh, ooh. but. Think think about what you just said, though. Uh, this is a, a thing that is going to exist out in front of your house for like three weeks a year. But it's about Not in Georgia. It's, a, it's about yeah. The, yeah, exactly. Touche. It's it's, a, it's about that you you did it, and and everybody can see that you have that thing. Whereas in my neighborhood, what I appreciate most is these people have this this little rabbit sculpture, and and you almost don't notice it until you look and you go. Oh, they just 
they they just uh, decorated that for election day. So it's a little rabbit that's got a a, a go vote sign or or kind of got a, a Warnock um, poster wrapped around it, and it's wearing like an Uncle Sam hat. And they they cycle through it like that is really thoughtful, and and that is out there, and it's you know it's for people to appreciate who are not after the biggest thing or the most Instagrammable thing or the most shareable thing. It is just like, this is their thing that they do. There's also uh, another another rabbit in the neighborhood that that had a, a, a little poster on it earlier this year that said, Niet Putin, um, and had what was made to look like a Molotov cocktail in its hand. That was really cool. And it, you couldn't purchase that at Home Depot. That's that's the most look at me, Louis, of them all. It it, it is, but in a very different different way. <laughs> what, the, like the, I, I don't understand the the dichotomy the diff- between people doing the Instagrammable thing and giving your garden rabbit sculpture sculpture a Niet Putin sign. Like well, those that, two things are the same. Well, I would say that they're not the same because the all that all that it takes for me to get the the uh inflatables is is money in five minutes there has to be a bit of creativity for me to put that rabbit together and and yeah i have to go buy stuff still but i have to have the idea to do that and that's what i'm really saying here is like this stuff still it still creates joy and i think you it's don't good have there, to have the idea to like to put out christmas lights i don't know don't... no but it's more than that go max i think Pierce is saying that, let me put words in his mouth for a moment. That's fine. That people decorating their homes for the holidays is perhaps an opportunity at expression and an opportunity at showing some type of personality and creativity and character. And it sounds like he's disappointed that the character and expression has been taken over by, you know the capitalist plug and play <laughs> don't it's, no it's, effort yeah uh, you know easy and biggest Santa and, most. and all of his reindeer you plug it in and you throw it up and 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 then you go back in your house is that quantity kind of what you're saying? quantity yeah. over quality it is the the biggest and the mostest and and but, it's, but when you say thought. quality you're not saying it's not it, it's quality in the sense of how much either effort or creativity yeah, you're, you're you're determining quality because it's not like yeah. the quality of the product. I'm sure that a hundred and fifty dollar blow up twelve foot beaver could be a higher quality than a, a couple strands of lights from the '80s. But it sounds like you'd prefer the strands of lights put in a specific way. <laughs> yeah, and and like I'm not I'm not telling I'm not telling these artists how to art. I'm just saying like aren't, it's, aren't you it's, though? Well, a no, little bit. because. But but like if you if you do something that I mean there there are plenty of like light displays and stuff that I'm like wow that's really that's really gaudy but I can tell that it, it like they put a lot of thought into it whereas the you know the the big the the collection of I don't know schnauzers or reindeers is like you just you just plugged it in like you didn't you plugged it in place yeah Max so the best I can do I don't fully disagree with Pierce I kind of I kind of agree but it's hard to put into words I think that. When I walk around my neighborhood and I see holiday decorations up, I want a warm and fuzzy feeling from those decorations. And the houses I get that from are more than likely the ones that have either put in a tremendous amount of effort. And the effort could be 50 inflatables, but it's like, oh, like, look at that house. Like, they want to make a site. 
or the effort could just be something that like looks difficult like they put something on their roof but to pierce's point like if i walk by a house and they have like one inflatable reindeer it it does probably make me think like uh they didn't need to buy like, what's that. the point yeah. yeah i i mean my my only uh, sure my only counter to that is they're not doing it for you so who the fuck cares I, you oh, know I, like I, we're checking I a, we're I checking agree. a lot of classic it's pretty okay boxes which yeah. are well, it's capitalism dummy pierce wants to be the arbiter um Etc. Etc. Sean defends people that he would not defend in any other situation. So there's but, a difference. Well, I guess that's what I get confused. Okay. Like, well, who are they? Are they doing it for themselves? Say like, oh, I put no, the, they're doing it for the, us. They're doing it. For us. Like you, put, you said you put a couple things up. Did you do that for you, or did you do it for the neighborhood? Um. So. So that that's so i i have looked forward to buying a a couple of these every year like increasing um you know ornaments and everything we also bought more lights this year so that we could put more lights outside and i i don't know i i got some things that that i i thought were cool and enjoyable but yeah ultimately they are outward things it's like it's like when I when I bought my car and, and people ask me, what color are you going to get? What color are you going to get? And I was like, well, I don't really care because I'm going to be inside. Um, but I also get it. Like some people want really cool paint jobs that adds to the whole experience. It adds to the wholeness of my um, Christmas experience um, and holiday experience. And, you know, we're going to have some people over. And I think the continuity of experience is, is important. But... Um, yeah, ultimately, that's not something I get to enjoy all the time. I turn it on and can look outside and see it, but it is it is for other people. So I think it's I am not I'm not necessarily telling people that that they need to do something different because I think they could say the same of me. But I just I know for myself in reflecting on it, I want to be more thoughtful and more a bigger experience going. Forward. I'm going to ask you a sincere question that's going to sound flippant and dickish and i don't really mean it to be so the the house that's got the one inflatable reindeer are you saying that you would prefer them to do nothing at all are you saying that they're somehow detracting from your experience because if so i think the problem is you no no i i I like that i think that really I think that, you know, joining in in the time is is fun. You're saying like, hey, I I look forward to this season two. I'm going to add a little bit of joy. That's really cool. I mean, that's yeah. all of this. You're 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 creating utility. What I'm saying is that I think that and, and this is this is the progression. This is technology. This is how technology works. Mm-hmm. It becomes easier to do this thing that in the past was more difficult. And when it yeah. was more difficult, the 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 expression of it was kind of by nature like i mean uh you know think of uh i don't know shoes 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 are so easy to make now comparatively you know to olden days you don't have a cobbler making shoes so like when shoes were made in the past were they necessarily more comfortable no absolutely not was it efficient to make them no absolutely not but they were a crafted thing whereas now i go out and buy you know nikes and they were made very cheaply and by people who are not <laughs> paid a living wage at all, but they are technologically more advanced. And they're way more comfortable. And 
you know, they're showier and have colors and everything else. And I understand that like I may yearn for this time where people put in more effort, but ultimately this advancement is probably a, a quote unquote good thing ultimately for, you know, so many pros to my grumpy con. I'd also um, say that there's other <clears throat> other dynamics such as we're probably uh, maybe I'm just projecting too much, but we're not like friends with our neighbors anymore. Like you're, no. we come, we like sit at a desk all day. We're not, we don't do shit ourselves. We hire other people to do shit for us. Like we, I don't know. I feel like it's just different with that. The concept of putting lights up on a roof probably resonated with more people 20 years ago than it does now. So, you know, you yeah. Know, oh, do. absolutely. Um, like if I, did manual labor all day i'd probably be less have less inertia be like oh do i want to go put lights up around the around the door than i am now i'm like oh, i'm not well, used to doing stuff like that not not to mention i think that and whatever this is to, this is obviously totally totally anecdotal but i think it used to be i would imagine that there were two save for sean's area of the world there were two um yearly celebrations where there were some outward expression of the celebration in a really real way fourth of july you might be the house that does the fireworks and then christmas you would put up lights and then and then obviously there's there's mardi gras as well and that's a little bit I different think halloween is the biggest of all i, I mean and i think now, halloween is different now it, do is. it for the children in the neighborhood yeah. i think it always was at least where i, I grew up halloween was always the biggest you're 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 i grew I up mean, near salem massachusetts but yeah. <laughs> i mean having having a pumpkin out and having jack-o'-lanterns and, and maybe like a corn thing that's that's fine but i think that like things where you put lights up i don't i don't really you know maybe there's a haunted house in your neighborhood but it's i just think that there is more for for christmas i mean people put stuff up yeah, for easter too thing. i don't Halloween yeah i don't the, agree the, with definitely that definitely the biggest decoration driver growing up in my neighborhood I mean, I most know. houses put up, you know, cobwebs and lights and zombies in their yards. There was a lot. Halloween is like the one. It, Halloween is the one of those where like the external decoration is like truly the, only, the yeah. most central part of the whole thing. And there's people that come to your like you're doing. Yeah. It for, if there's children right. trick or treating in your neighborhood, like that's why you you do it is you do it to make their Halloween better because i have such fond memories of of my own and all that yeah. house and that like i remember some houses we all do i'm sure like i remember the house that gave out king-size candy bars and i remember the house that had the the animatronic zombie like that but again i think that comes back right. to like why are you doing it and who are you well i think for? again that the kids probably were from friends but were more likely to just be friends with kids in their neighborhood and stuff than perhaps now so like there was I, I guess in my experience, it used to be more of an even split, but now it's like way more clearly Halloween than than Christmas. So, and I don't, again, that's, I don't know if that's part of that is trying to, you're interacting with more kids in your neighborhood because things are less online. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, we've, we've checked another box. It's, it's everything. It's all of America. I'll I'll take my I'll take back my curmudgeonness from earlier. I, I guess I would rather a decoration than than none. Um, but I definitely I, I definitely think you know I, I get the I get the essence of of the argument, which is like oh like it goes back to what Kevin is talking about. You know, we're all in, inside. Maybe we maybe Pierce and I are yearning for 
a more of a neighborhood bonding. Maybe we're yearning to to help our neighbor put lights up on their on their uh, roof and then ha- share a beer with them. And I, I don't know. And like I and I, I don't know if that's nostalgia. That I've never had that, so it's not really nostalgia. It's more like a nostalgia for a, a time we never we never we didn't personally live through. I'm sure there's probably there's, another term for that. There's plenty of that, but also like I I, I hear you because I think I'm in some ways I'm like the other side of that coin where like, I mean, you can, you can see uh, on my Skype window, the, the amount of Christmas decoration that you see in, in my like home office right now, that's the sum total of Christmas decorations I have up in my in and out of my entire apartment, which is to say zero. But that's also because like, there are a lot of, there are a lot of other dynamics around Christmas. Like I vacate at Christmas every year so mm-hmm. like there's not as much incentive to me obviously a, you know there's already kind of lower stakes to Christmas decorations when you're in an apartment building but also just like I know that you know f- for the last you know 10 years or whatever it's been a thing where like yeah I might have a wreath up but it's going to be up until I leave for nearly a week to go home and visit my giant family. And by the time I come back, it's going to have started kind of going brown a little bit. So like, you know, some, I, I just, I hope nobody walks by <laughs> my building and looks and is like, well, why is that asshole not, you know, being festive enough for my standards? <laughs> I, I don't yeah. want inflatable so that I can walk by and be like, why is that asshole? <laughs> yeah. I, I would never, I don't judge anyone who has put in, any more effort than i have which is basically zero for my outdoor so i would love for everyone to uh put in 10 hours on a weekend to get awesome lights up but i can't i ultimately can't be upset if they don't because i don't myself yeah i i so max you mentioned the neighbor thing it's it's less about that it's more about it's more about the neighborhood because i think um being being in an area where there's more homes with yards and and even when i lived in an apartment in atlanta it was it was more like that but i'd i'd go and walk through the neighborhood and that was like a a a fancy neighborhood um and i just got sick of not even the inflatables though you know it's just like we'll put up the inflatables but every and i'm sure you all have seen them but everybody had i think the same company or different companies come and they would put up these lights and they just kind of form outlines of of the roofs and like the different ridges in the roofs and that's all it is and they pay somebody you know on uh november 26th to go and put those up and i'm sure it's very expensive but now they sell little clips that you can sort of do that to yourself is do that yourself but that was basically it like just all white lights and it's all you know houses that are, are painted white with with the black trim and, and that look. And it just became, yes, it's festive, but it is so just, it is the 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 mode. It is it is the way, it is the fashion of the time. And that just really rubbed me the wrong way because, I don't know, I, I remember growing up and you'd be like, oh, we're going to go drive to this neighborhood today because there are all these houses with really cool light displays. And and maybe 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 it's the the place with the Halloween displays, and I'm sure there's some of that with with Halloween now too. But it's just like I'm glad that that you're putting up lights, and and I and I enjoy that. But when it is all the same, it takes away from you know some of the the collective collective joy there. And so that's 
that's kind of what I'm sad about is like, I just want, I just want some differentiation. I, you know, I, I really enjoy eating roast chicken, but I'm not going to have it every day. Like that guy in, in Philadelphia did for 40 straight days. I, I just, I can't, can't do that. Give me something a little bit different, even if it's, you know, mushy peas. I wish I could get you in a time machine to come back to new Orleans, like 15 years ago and go like take a drive, uh, to see the, um, the over-the-top setup at Al Copeland's house. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was like a legitimate attraction every year. It was like to go see the the decked-out home of the founder of Popeyes. Um, but now yeah. now I get to do the, the Richmond-area tacky Christmas tour at some point in the next probably week or so. Um, so, like there there are still there are still some bastions of of this like go hard or go home approach to christmas decorations they're out there well and i also don't know if there's um like one thing that i have experienced more as an adult and maybe it's just because of you know my situation is like going to places that have all these lights like the like botanical gardens in richmond or whatever mm-hmm. it is um or um i've never done like one of the driving tours but there are some parks that have like driving light tours and I don't know if those were always a thing, but like, why would I go to some random, uh, I'm like asking, asking this flippantly, but like, why would I go to some random neighborhood when I could go to this thing that is gonna Like the point of it existing is for it to be amazing lights to go, to go look at. I mean, I did go to the, and I did, the I, bull run park thing by where we played basketball, Kevin, that, that was nuts. It was also like $30 yeah. a car, but whatever. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm wondering if that's also just more prevalent. So more people are choosing to do that but that again that might just be my experience all right uh anybody have parting shots we want to get in all right the uh if you the good lights send us pictures the enthusiastic ascent uh means it's time for us to move on to pierce is sorry so uh what are you apologizing for today so this is this is a little bit different because this is an example of a time when the decorations were actually really good and very thoughtful. Um, I recently went on a trip, and on that trip, um, in part because my proclivities when I looked on Google Maps showed this place um, very close to the hotel I was staying, um, like a three-minute walk, which was... Um, I think probably the best tiki bar in Scotland. Now, there are important important things there. There is best and there is tiki bar, but there is also Scotland. And Scotland had many, many wonderful things. And let me tell you, this tiki bar had amazing decorations, really loved being in there, had a very nice time. The only thing is being a tiki bar in Scotland, and this is a very, I mean, this is ultimately a very American concept, the drinks were were not very good. I mean, really not very good. And this is not the first time I have apologized on this on these here airwaves for going to a questionable tiki bar, but um, this one was was particularly um, my fault, and uh, I did apologize afterward because it was still it was still a good time. But it's like, all right, this is this is like kind of comically uh, subpar at this point. So um, if you want to go have a good time in Scotland at a bar, um, I have many recommendations, and that's not a bad place to go. But I would not recommend going unless it's like 
a five minute walk from from your your hotel so um beware of the bad tiki bar part two okay <clears throat> all right uh let's do a big idea from pop culture um and i uh i while i was home for uh thanksgiving uh <clears throat> saturday morning i was watching college game day and i don't know if any of y'all were uh but i i was particularly taken uh by a, a produced video segment about uh how just just as the the taverns of massachusetts were the birthplace of the american revolution uh wando's bar in madison wisconsin uh, was the genesis of uh, jump around being played going into the fourth quarter of uh, Wisconsin football games. Uh, oh. They had the guys who were like, I, they, I don't even remember if they were students at the time uh, or if they were maybe like recent graduates and townies who just, you know, sat around the bar, but they were like, <gasps> they were looking for this kind of tradition and they, somebody had like a notebook full of song ideas and they were just like putting stuff on the jukebox trying to figure out what it was and they hit on the white rappers uh, but uh, there also was uh they had interviews with everlast from house of pain uh who was like incredibly grateful that u-dub has essentially kept this song alive for 30 years came out in 1992 and so this year he actually went to a game in camp randall to like kind of bask in in all of the you know all of the pageantry and and you know thank the fans for you know bumping his tunes i thought it was really neat yeah i'm sure that's fun too because he's like walking around and they i'm sure the students do not realize that this person that is probably the age of their parents is like the person that they're jumping around to every weekend because i'm sure that everlast does is not a recognizable figure at all yeah uh yeah he uh he looks like a, a pretty he looks like a very specific genre of person but he looks like a pretty generic version of that genre um yeah uh oh i'll do i'll do a bonus one too um i Emily and I have been watching The White Lotus. Uh, I am not here to recommend The White Lotus to you, although it is very good. Uh, that show was created by Mike White, uh, who I suppose maybe you recognize most as a Survivor contestant. That would be weird. I recognize him as the writer and uh, sort of secondary actor and nerdy roommate in the 2003 film school of rock which is on paramount plus i watched it a couple weeks ago it's delightful it holds up it really I, holds I, up maybe i'll watch that i would i would be interested in that movie. yeah <clears throat> okay uh now that we've done that let's close the show as we do uh with rolling stone rock trivia question we're getting toward the end of the road can anyone stop pierce probably not let's take a shot though 
I could try to throw fake answers and try to like convince him yeah. of the wrong answer. Uh, which of the following albums set a record for the most copies sold in its first week with 2.4 million units moved? Was it A, Eminem's The Marshall Mathers LP, B, The Beatles 1, C, Insync's No Strings Attached, D, Human Clay by Creed, or E, Lil Wayne's The Carter 3? Can you repeat the question? Uh, which album set the record for the most copies sold in its first week of release? The winner sold 2.4 million albums in one week. I'm going to say C. I'll go NSYNC. I want to, I want to say I, that was my first guess too. So, so I'm not doing this just for strategy purposes. My thought in my head was I, I know that that is something I purchased or was purchased for me. So I'm going to go with that. Uh, so uh, the the album. This is uh, I, I was drawn to this question because the correct answer uh, is the first CD I ever purchased with my own money. In sync's no strings attached. Everybody's right. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> oh. oh, I hope they're at least one of their members has gone to space, so I they can thank us for that. <laughs> yeah, we all gave them some money for that. I wonder, like, uh, I want to know the thought process of the person who's coming up with the wrong answers and like why he landed on the Carter. Yeah, like, he was oh, he th- was surprising to me. Throwing throwing Creed in there that'll throw him <laughs> off, and and the Carter three people really liked that. I don't think you realize, or re- I, not realize, I don't think you remember <laughs> quite how popular Creed was. Creed was aggressively popular in 1999 so eh. uh, all right that's the end of the show you can find us at our home on the web www.prettyokpod.com you can subscribe to the show on your podcast app of choice Uh, if you do that tell a friend about the show we'd love to share it with them as well we'll be back next week to talk about something else until then i'm sean i'm pierce i'm kevin thanks for listening